In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey listeners, Jeff Zimfer, welcome to this edition of the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast. This edition is not like other episodes you've listened to, oh no. Certainly not. Why is that? Two reasons. Number one, you're listening to the 100th episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. That's right, the 100th episode. So before I talk about my special guest, I wanted to make sure that I take a moment to acknowledge you guys, you, the listeners, my tribe, followers, people that are letting me know how much the podcast is making a difference for you wherever you're leaving those comments and reviews, whether it's on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, Apple Podcasts, you know, the uh, Facebook page at Mortgage Marketing Radio, uh, Mortgage Marketing Institute. Hey guys, listen, when I started this in 2016, January 2016, that was my very first podcast episode. And I wasn't sure where it would go, where I'd take it from here. But here's what I did know. I knew that I had a vision. I had a message and a purpose that I wanted to bring to you my fellow mortgage loan originators. I wanted to bring to you guys what I call truth in mortgage marketing. Real truth, what's working, what are the best practices and principles of those consistently producing and achieving their results. And I do that by way of bringing you special guests and topics that hopefully deliver on that vision. And if you think we're achieving that goal and you haven't yet let us know with a comment or a shout out somewhere on the interwebs, you know, I'd appreciate very much you just taking a moment to share that your information, link it up, let us know. And I appreciate you guys very, very much. Because if we're going to get to episode 200, right, I need you guys along for the ride. I need you to tell me what content you want, uh, special guests, topics that are most relevant and important for you. But know that while I will always run the podcast through the filter of truth, no BS, truth, and no fluff. Because if you want fluff, go pet a bunny, right? That's what I always say. Um, so this is a very special episode. As you know, episode 100, a long road getting here. And sometimes, you know, this hasn't been easy, right? There's challenges in producing content consistently. I know that. You guys know that, that are out there doing content. But I want you to know it's worth it. 
it moves the needle in your life and in your business and just the impact that we've been able to be blessed by having in the mortgage industry. I'm so grateful for that. We are reaching over 10,000 loan officers every single month. And that is because of you, the listeners. So if you have a colleague uh, you want to share it up with, uh, uh, appreciate that. Love to do that. If you want to reach out to me anytime, email me podcast at mortgagemarketingradio.com. And if you are looking to go to the next level in your business and you want more interaction and engagement, well, number one, make sure you join the, the Facebook group. Um, for the podcast community, just go to Facebook and type in Mortgage Marketing Radio. That group will come up. And then secondly, if you're looking for more um, structured training, um, coaching, done-for-you agent classes to drive agent engagement and referrals, you're looking for um, tools and resources to help train you up in the way of becoming a modern originator, whether that's video marketing or Facebook ads or you know YouTube, Instagram, you know things like that. If you're looking for you know quick wins, checklists, templates, shareable resources to help put you on the map, help you add value to your referral partners. If you're looking for some scripting and dialogues to help reduce rate shoppers, mortgagemarketing.pro, check it out. So my special guest, it's an honor to have him on. It's only been a year in the making. It was a year ago we met at the Todd Duncan event and we uh, you know, went to, up to each other in the hall, big circle that uh, you know, Tom was talking to everybody in. And I said, uh, hey, Tom, let's get you on the podcast and grabs my name badge and turns it around, looks at my name, looks at my face. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Well, that was a year ago. So persistence pays off, guys. You're chasing a realtor. You want to get an audience with somebody. You want to land that big account. Persistence pays off. Okay. Here we are. Uh, just a little bit over a year since I originally engaged with Tom at that Todd Duncan event, and he is my 100th guest. So I can't uh, say enough uh, thanks and gratitude to Tom for making time uh, from his incredibly busy schedule to share some of what uh, Tom sees and hears. And for those of you guys who don't know, I know some of you know the name Tom Ferry, but you know he's been in this game, this real estate industry for 30 years, right? And Tom has access to information and relationships that uh, would blow your hair back, okay? And so I'm just so thrilled that he's able to make time to be here with us. He trains some of the most highly successful top income earners in mortgage and real estate across the country. He speaks in front of thousands of real estate agents every year, and he's got his pulse on truth in mortgage and real estate marketing, what's really working. And so if you're an agent listening to this and this podcast was shared to you by one of your uh, uh, loan officers, I want you to take a moment and thank them because you hear a lot of hype and noise and there's a lot of talk uh, you know, on the interwebs and in media about you need to be here and need to do this. And yes, you need to you know, always adjust and deliver a better consumer experience. Yes, you need to be a modern agent and modern originator, but know that the real key is for you to make sure that you're aligned with who you are at your best. And you'll hear Tom talk about what does that really mean? As a matter of fact, the first topic we talk about on this podcast is number one, knowing and understanding your mindset. Number two, getting clear on who is your ideal customer and where do you need to adjust and change your style, your approach based on the market you're in and the customers you serve. And then we have a whole conversation unpacking the Z word Zillow and is Zillow really trying to disrupt agents or not? And anyway, it is just a crash course in how to prepare and profit in the brand new year of 2019. So thank you for tuning in. Let's get into this week's show with my very special guest, Tom Ferry. Tom, welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for having me and, uh, and hello to everybody out there listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. So let's get into it. We, uh, you know, I took a lot of questions from loan officers and asked them to get some questions from their agents. So I want to start kind of like with this, the, the, the big headliner theme for the talk, and then we'll kind of drill down and do some rapid fire questions. All right. 
Okay. Sounds great. So, so this is, uh, you know, going live uh, here in December, about middle of December. And as we're entering 2019, um, what's coming? The market shift, right? There's all the talk, the buzz. What do you see as the biggest shift or shifts? And then how do we prepare? So, uh, you know, a couple of things to consider. First of all, uh, your mindset matters, right? Are you, are you looking at this from a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? Uh, if you're listening to this and if you've not read the extraordinary book by Dr. Carol Dweck, um, she really helps us synthesize and analyze and then ultimately decide how we want to go from having a fixed mindset, Jeff, afraid of change, fearful of something new, and instead get into a growth mindset where we embrace it, where we understand that failure is a gift. So I, I tell everybody, let's just start with the obvious, right? What is your mindset around this market? Is this market, this shift a gift, or is this something that's really scary for you? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, I was talking with, uh, with my buddy, Steve Harney from uh, KCM, Keeping Current mm-hmm. Matters. And he and I were chatting about six months ago about the spike in inventory. And he said, you know, that, that great, you know, uh, New York, heavy Long Island accent, you know, Tom, you know, for years we prayed to the real estate gods for more inventory. And okay. now we're screaming at them for giving yeah. us what we wanted. Mm. Right. So, you know, look, if you're a lender today, uh, different from an agent, right? Mm-hmm. The reality is this, you got to talk to more people, right? Mm-hmm. The four or five, six agents that were your model match might not be the agents that go through this new market, this new normalized real estate economy. You might need to expand your base. You might need to do something different or better or more efficient to connect with your past clients and the people inside your sphere, your personal word of mouth, right? Jeff, just like you're doing with this podcast, you've got to try things differently in an environment like this or you're going to fail. Hmm. Okay, so mindset definitely key. Are you fear-based or are you opportunity-based? Uh, I think I agree with that. And the people that succeed in any market have that right mindset, I think. But at the same time, right, isn't there this kind of this theme, this thread of like, you know, disruption, right? The big boys are coming. The real estate disruptors, Amazon tech, right? So um, I've been doing this for 30 years and I can remember, uh, you know, when Century 21, when uh, Bob, the CEO at the time, oh my goodness, he came from like Magic Mountain and MTV and he was changing the game because he was selling franchise to top producing real estate agents and getting them to be, you know, productive C21 owners. Mm. The reality is there's always disruption. There's always disintermediaries. There's always, most importantly, or unfortunately, distractions. Mm. The question is, what are your goals? What's your strategy? What are your unique factors? How are you going to stand out in a sea of a very crowded space? Like I, mm-hmm. I tell lenders and agents, you know, walk through the grocery store, look at the potato chip aisle and mm-hmm. find yourself. <laughs> if you can't, right? If you can't articulate your unique factors, then you're going to get lost in discounts, disruptors, disintermediators, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? It, look, this is an exciting time to be in business. When there is a state of potential chaos, when people are nervous and fearful, go back to every one of Buffett's strategies. This is the time to grow, right? This is the time to say, how can I touch more people? How can I connect with more people? How can I bring more people value and ultimately build my business? If you look at the study of business too, Jeff, um, I'm fascinated by you know uh, the Disney company, Microsoft, uh, GE, Ford, um, even Apple, right? The resurgence of Apple started in 75, but really the resurgence in 2001. Facebook, all these huge companies, they were started during rough waters. Mm-hmm. They were all started during rough waters. 
all the great businesses and these brands that we're so enamored by started during rough waters. So I say to the listeners, congratulations, the waters are rough. Now, what are you going to do? And that is the big question. And I think you know, you obviously deal with thousands of agents a year. Um, what do they need to do differently? How do they need to? One of the words I'm talking about is friction. Remove the friction. Um, yeah. And I know you've heard the thread before about you know who's setting the standard for the consumer experience. Amazon, Uber, Lyft, right? Uh, Apple, right? So, what are you advising agents need or loan officers need to pivot to be relevant, right? To remove the friction. So. You know, I think it's different for every agent in, and every lender, depending upon where they are in the world, in the country, and in their marketplace. Mm-hmm. I'm old school. Rule number one is know your customer, mm-hmm. right? So, so if I'm in New York City, uh, it's different from Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some, there's some fundamental things that apply, right? Yeah. Um, every consumer essentially wants things free, perfect, and right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's kind of the mindset of the consumer. Now what's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to get something wrong. You know, there's, they're probably not going to get a free loan. They're probably not going to get, you know, a free real estate transaction. Right. So what you can focus on is providing that perfect experience. Mm-hmm. Perfect is different for everybody. I mean, Jeff, for some people it's speed and efficiency for mm-hmm. some people it's heartfelt and emotional and, you know, guiding me walking, you know, grabbing my hand and walking me through the, the journey. Mm-hmm. I just think that right now agents and lenders need to have far more tools in their toolbox and probably the the two great books or three great books I'd ask them to go back to, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Soft Selling in a Hard World, and Chris Voss's book, Never Split the Difference. I think those three, along with you know everything else on content marketing and relationship-based marketing, is going to cause them to win in this market. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll make sure I put those links in the show notes. Um... I like what you said, though, know your customer. And, and that's such a great point that it is different in New York City than in Kansas somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the obvious you know, point there is like people in Kansas probably don't have the same level of expectation for you to be tech friendly as somebody in a major city, right? No, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, you know, the world right. is, is pretty tech savvy today. I mean, okay. you know, that's every place I go, right? I mean, every, every event, I was just in Iowa doing a, a gig recently mm. and, you know, everyone else had their cell phone out. They wanted to take selfies. They're dealing with the same speed to lead situation that consumers are demanding that instant, you know, gratification experience. So that's happening everywhere. I think it's more about understanding personality types and in like the environment, right? Mm. What's the DNA of people that are living in Manhattan, Kansas versus, you know, uptown Georgia, or, you know, or Highland Park in Dallas, right? Like there's just a different vibe to the culture and understanding that. So are you saying then we as professionals, we need to adapt based on the individual we're dealing with? 100%. Hmm. It reminds me of that old saying, it's like anybody can always be who they are, but it's the true professional who can go in and out of personality types, uh, you know, the mirroring and matching thing, right? That's a true professional. Yeah, and again, we're not talking about, you're not changing, um, you know, you're not breaking your integrity. You're not, you know, not telling the truth, but you're, you're honoring where people are at today, right? And trying to help them figure out what are their problems and how you can solve them to move things forward to create the income that you want. Like, that's what we do. We solve problems for a profit, mm. but you can't be a one-trick pony in an environment like this because all those ponies out there are a little bit different. Well, isn't the the market though uh, also demanding that because of the competitiveness, the noise that we just get better? Our skills have to be leveled up that much more. You know, if you look at the most recent uh, Zillow consumer survey, and you know, some people love Zillow, some people are you know gray about Zillow, and some people don't like Zillow. Which, by the way, 
I think that's a good thing. If you build a business that everybody likes you, mm, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to last for a while. Yeah. Um, so here's the reality. When you look at what was most important to them in selecting a real estate agent, it was trustworthiness and responsive. Mm-hmm. And number 14 on the list, right, which really Jeff did not show up at a, you know, like a sizable percentage was the fees, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they're like, hey, look, if I can trust you and I know that you have my best interest in mind, right? And you're not just going to sell me your product. Like we used to deal with like life insurance and insurance companies and, and also some, some people in the mortgage space, but instead you're going to sort through the myriad of products and make sure that I get what I want. Right. And I trust the fact you have my best interest in mind and you're responsive because, you know, we live in this world today with our iPhone where, you know, we, we expect 95% of our text messages to be responded to in under five minutes, right? That's the world today. We're, we're going to slack because it's even faster and more efficient than email. Like speed matters today. So it's understanding that as well. Hmm. All right. Well, you mentioned Zillow, the Z word. Uh, and that was on our list here of topics. I'm looking at my list of questions. So I got to be selective based on our time. But um, all right. So let's talk about Zillow. Because as you said, there's usually one of two react, well, three really people are, are, yeah. are middle, but a lot of LOs, like the questions I put out there. Um, do you think Zillow is uh, trying to uh, replace real estate agents? <laughs> um, so that, Jeff, that question's been asked. From I know. And, and I'm going to give you guys the most analytical answer on yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And if you're a reasonably intelligent human being, mm-hmm. this will end that debate. You ready? Yep. Look at what Zillow's stock trades at. Mm-hmm. Look at what Realogy and Remax and EXP and other public companies trade at, mm-hmm. right? They're multiples. Mm-hmm. Why? First of all, it would be so irresponsible for Zillow to go to their board and say, we intentionally want to drive down the value of our company. <laughs> right. I mean, that, you know, look at, look at, look at Realogy's yeah. market cap and look at Zillow's market cap. Yeah. Realogy has 300,000 agents. Mm-hmm. Right. So like people got to get out of their head on that. Now, where do they want to spend their time? They want to be as close as possible to the consumer. And if you look at their most, you know, and I would even, I would just, just call for what it was, their debacle of Zillow PA4 and now recovering from that, what they want is the highest quality real estate professionals. Mm-hmm. Right. But they don't want them to wear Jeff, a badge of, you know, of their real estate brand, but they are now allowing those agents to say, I am recognized as one of Zillow's best-in-class agents based mm-hmm. upon their new CRX model, which I think that is, I think that's a brilliant next move for them, right? To position the best agents in every marketplace for consumers to have a, a better quality experience. Explain CRX real quick. So look, I was a huge advocate when Realtor.com uh, first launched reviews, what now feels like a thousand years ago, and agents backlash so much that they stopped doing it because, you know, how dare we let these consumers write a review on us? Yeah, right. When Zillow adopted that, um, I said to him flat out, thank God the consumer needs to be able to find out from experience who I should be working with. And we, you know, we went into, and I think we're still in this Mm -hmm. review-based economy. Um, Two years ago, sitting with uh, the president and CEO of Zillow, they said to us, we are going to go to the next level of that. And it's, it's CSAT, right? It's customer satisfaction, right? Mm-hmm. It's at the end of every you know, time they were on a website, every engagement they had with a real estate agent, you know, scale from one to five, how satisfied were you with the experience? Mm-hmm. Well, now they're sitting on, I, I don't know what the exact number is, 18 months of 175, you know, 175,000 people a month going to their websites. 
And a percentage of them, Jeff, taking the time to answer the question, how satisfied was I with the experience? Yeah. They put all that data on all their real estate agents. Mm-hmm. And before they just deploy it, they're now telling their 90, 80, 100,000 agents, hey, this is where you stand in the eyes of the consumer. And even though you might sell 80, 90, 100 homes a year, right? Your customer satisfaction rating isn't where it should be. So right. here's the things you can do to raise the bar and then ultimately win this new badge of CRX, which is their next level of reviews. I see. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's a long uh, debate and discussion we don't have time to go deep on, but... Um, and uh, I, want to, I want to be clear. Listen, those guys are friends, but I'm Geneva, man. I work with everybody. Yeah. And I'm just a fan of, hey, like if all the consumers are going to this site, right. get in the way, right? Like a buddy of mine is yeah. on the lending tree and and look i watched lending tree go through multiple you know uh you know pivots and adjustments before they finally sort of found their way and and you know when my mortgage transfer called me and say oh lending tree man they're like they're selling me these leads i'm like hey get in the way yeah yeah don't just just don't have it be all of your business right? right like don't have facebook ads be all of your business don't have zillow be all of your business don't have lending tree or or other arbitrage sites be all of your business but you better be on there if yeah. consumers are going there. And that's, that's the point I'm trying to make to, to people that are willing to listen is like you said, I mean, Zillow gets 180 million uniques a month. Yeah, um, it, it is the place they go to find real estate. It's real yeah. estate online, yes. period. Yes. So the question is then, well, it goes back to your original comment about, you know, do you need to be there personally? Uh, perhaps. And I guess that's an individual choice, huh? Look, I mean, I remember these knucklehead social media, you know, um, the re.net, they call themselves. Like I literally got a phone call one day. This is like in 2007, Jeff. And they're like, we just want to introduce ourselves. We are the <laughs> re.net. Like they were the Illuminati, right? Of, yeah. of real estate tech way back in the day. And they're like, look, Ferry, you're treading into our space. Oh, you know, we, need to, we need to give you a heads up. We need to warn you. This is our world. We might accept you. Such bullshit. You with me on this? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the reality is, like I knew back then when those guys and gals were saying, if you're not on social media, you're going to be out of business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, just get, like, if you don't, if you don't sign up for a Facebook account, you, it's okay. You can still sell real estate. Now yeah. it's that same mindset, Zillow and Realtor and Zerple and Purple and Ding Ding and you know, everything else, Boomtown, Commissions Inc., Conversion, <laughs> Facebook ads, Curator. Look, they're all good for someone yeah. and they're all bad for someone. Mm. People will find their way. Interesting. You with me on this? Like everyone listening, like you got to know your DNA, where are you at your best, right? Mm-hmm. I'm meeting on, on, uh, on Thursday with my mentor, a guy named Jay Abraham. Oh, sure. Jay, Jay coined the phrase working by referral only that Joe Stump and then Brian Buffini turned into their entire business, right? right? Right. He and I are working on a project right now called the 37 Modern Strategies for generating, uh, you know, like a buy referral only business. Mm-hmm. And look, I mean, not everybody's going to use that. Some people want to cold call. Some people want to expire. Some people want to do door knocking. Some people only want to email. Some people want to do Craigslist. Like you got to find your flavor mm-hmm. and make sure you can maximize it. But be clear as the market shifts and adjusts, my oldest strategy is you better have lots of flavors that you're toying with and playing with to get your business. Cause you put all your eggs in one basket and the world shifts you're screwed. Mm, okay. So know your strengths, stay kind of in your lane, but also be willing to experiment a little bit and see 
right? Where else you can play because you don't want to, like, for instance, you don't want to be relying solely on cold calling. Per Correct. Se. Correct. Um, by the way, like yeah. nobody's cold calling, right? I mean, I guess people still are, but like, let's be clear. Um, Patrick, what's the name of that company? Uh, the guy that does the voice broadcasting, my, my head of marketing is standing across from me. Um, Slidial, right? Or yeah. Slide Broadcast. Like, yeah. why would I cold call when I could just like record one message on my phone and <laughs> send right. it out to 5,000 people instantaneously? Um, it, it's about modernizing the old and doing it in a new and relevant way. Hmm. It's interesting. Now, one of the questions I had down was, uh, I still see agents. I, I interviewed uh, Lloyd of Alaska's and uh, you know her, she's one of the video influencers. Yeah. Yes. Um, her main uh, uh, source of business is cold calling expireds and FISBOs. So okay, well, old school still yeah. works. For sure. I mean, and yeah. listen, let, let's be really clear. If this podcast was being done anywhere in Europe, yeah. the only thing we would be talking about is for sale by owners. Because okay. depending upon the country that you're in, it could be yeah. as high as 75 to 80% of all the listings right. are for sale by owner. There's no MLS, right? Mm -hmm. You have to address the market that's there. If you're in New York City, right, I would be like, man, you better be working FISBOs because it's 10% of the market. Mm -hmm. So, you know, God bless that gal for doing it. Mm -hmm. Expireds in 2019 and 2020 and 2021 are going to be a huge opportunity, Jeff. Mm -hmm. They weren't an opportunity in 2002, 3, 4, 5. Yep. Right. They certainly weren't really an opportunity in uh, you know, like 14, 15, 16, part of 17. Yep. Right. Because the addressable market went away. Every doggy house was selling. Yes. So, by the way, I don't think of those as cold calling. I think of that as a multi channel approach to building my business. That there is a percentage of DIYers. I want to go after them. By the way, a little heads up there's a site called Fizber, F I Z B E R. Uh, the two founders, super great guys from Salt Lake, now living in Orange County, California. Mm -hmm. When they came to me two and a half years ago, they're like, hey, we want you to endorse our site. I'm like, why in the world would I endorse a site? You're the devil, right? Like, you're the FISBO <laughs> site. Like, screw you guys. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, like, what's the problem? They said, well, on the 61st day of the 4,000 people that go to our site and sign up with crappy photos and bad property descriptions, on the 61st day, Jeff, they email and they text us and they call us and say, can you recommend a real estate agent? Mm. Wow. So we know there's an opportunity there, mm -hmm. but I would tell you that we survey our, you know, thousands and thousands of, of our coaching members mm -hmm. and we ask them where your listings coming from. Expireds are, are moving back up the ranks because of the market. Mm -hmm. Their database is still dominating. Open house is still dominating. Agent to agent referrals is still dominating. Um, Online, online buyer who needs to sell first, geographic farm, you know, everything is on the list and everything for an agent needs to be looked at for 2019. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. Um, well then I'm curious what your thought is on these, um, you know, to use the word disruptors, if you will, but you know, the iBuyers, right? The open doors, the Zillow instant offers and things like that. They are, they're chipping away at the market share, the total addressable market share, right? Yeah. Yeah. You look at where they're doing it though. It's kind of middle of the country. Um, right. It's, you, it's very price strange, points, price, mm. price ranges. Um, I just see that as the elimination of for sale by owners, mm. right? Like, you know, why go through the headache, right? Mm -hmm. If I want to sell my own, but the problem is if you look at the data um, now, we're like, <laughs> we have so many of our clients, Jeff, that we've asked, like, Hey, let's track if open door is in your marketplace, let's track what they're buying the properties at compared to the comps. And then seeing once they decide to flip it, if they decide to flip it, how long it takes them and right. do these properties expire. I mean, it's the, the reality is what's, what's the old Warren Buffett line? Like 
you know, when the when tide blood in the streets. Out, oh, when the tide goes out, yeah. Right, when the tide goes out, we yeah. see who's swimming naked. Right. Right. There's going to be a whole bunch of companies in 2019, 2020 that we're going to discover having swimming naked. And you can only raise so much private equity cash right. before every smart investor says, wait a minute. Yeah. You know I mean? Like the, the world has shifted. We might want to change our strategy. It'll be interesting to see how those all pan out. I've been do, doing a little yeah. reading by uh, Mike Del Prete. Do you know him? Mike yeah. Del Prete? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's got some interesting data on all that stuff. And I think for the agent, um, Right, that doesn't want to do the heavy lifting of lead gen, right? Where where uh, Open Door or others can come say, "Hey, get in the way of our lead flow." Because to your to your point, um, Open Door, I think it is only list or no Zillow or Open Door only actually list about one and a half percent of the properties that they take in. So That's, that means they got all these leads. I've heard that I've heard that uh, about that number from Zillow. One of my clients, Becky Garcia, in Phoenix, which is yeah. you know kind of the mecca of Open Door. Right. Yeah, um, she you know because she's a longtime Zillow advocate. She basically was given, hey, here's 300 seller leads of people that right. said, I would love to sell my house if I can get that price. Right. When they presented the price, which she was a part of, you know, doing the CMA, et cetera, for broker price spending, that kind of thing. And yep. she ends up with 300 leads of which she had listed 15. And that was like in October when I was with her in Boston. So I don't know what that number is now, but yeah. it's become quite an interesting listing source, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. We got to keep on the market. Okay. Uh, let's see. Last six minutes here. We are going to go. Uh, let's address the loan officers listening. Uh, the common question of you, I'm sure you've heard many times. I've got it in many different forms. Um, what's the role of loan officer to real estate agent moving forward? Um, therapist. <laughs> right. Drug dealer. <laughs> Drug dealer, therapist, get them weed. You know, I mean, right. I, listen, you know, I'm, I'm old school. Like, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, I was early on every tech. And, and yet what I know is it's about T-O-M, staying top of mind, mm-hmm. right? And bringing more value than anybody else, right? Being more reliable, than the guy or gal, you know, down the street or in your office. Mm-hmm. So it's all relationship management, right? It's, you know, how many agents are you going after? It's, let me back up, ready? Who is your model match agent? Mm-hmm. Who are you good for? Who are you not good for? Right. The ones you're good for, why are you good for them? Is it because they're just great agents or is it because you help them become better, mm-hmm. right? If I help them become better, and I'm just giving an example, ready? The agent that's selling, 10 homes a year, but their MLS trajectory the last two years has doubled twice from mm-hmm. five to 10, you know, two, five, 10, whatever it is. And why I'm great for them is I bring them new tools, new approaches, better consistency, a mastermind. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, I help them do open houses. I offset some of their marketing costs, whatever that is, you start to package up your unique factors and who you're right for. Then it's just about marketing to those people. And, and just like every lender I've ever coached where I'm like, look, man, this is how it works. You know, one of my clients, Elizabeth, I'm like, Elizabeth, it's about how many appointments you can book, how many apps you can get, how big your pipeline gets and how much we can fund every single month. Right. So the only two things that we can control are how many people we talk to and how many appointments we get. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's it. So I would say to the lender today, if you're not looking at the market data and recognizing where your strengths are, Everyone says, I want to work with all the top agents. Yeah, well, get in line yeah. and, and let's be really clear. Yeah. What are you going to do differently that that agent doesn't already have and have three other lenders behind them? Mm-hmm. I believe you're much better off looking at the movable middle of the real estate market mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how to help them 
progress in their business, add an element of professionalism, add a level of consistency, add a better level of technology, you know, just being able to walk into every open house arm in arm with my lender, because we know like the consumer's like, hey, my credit's great. Then they meet the lender. They're like, look, my FICA score is 11 and I haven't made a mortgage payment in three months, right? Like there's just so much more truth. So finding out those combined unique factors and then exploiting that over and over again is my advice for the lenders today. I love it. Uh, in terms of approaching real estate agents, you know, uh, a lot of LOs are calling agents every Monday, Tuesday. Hey, how was your weekend? You know, hey, got any buyers for me? Right? Dead? Don't do it. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But in today's world, a bomb bomb video. Hey, Jeff, thinking about you. Have you had a wonderful weekend? I had a productive one. Was that three open houses? Met with seven buyers. You know, if there's someone that you're working with that's new or needs some advice or needs a second opinion, we'd love to reach out to them. That video on bomb bomb, right? We're dealing with the epidemic of facelessness. Right. right. We're all getting phone calls and texts and emails. So yeah. when I get a video from you, yeah. it stands out. Now it won't last forever. So the person out there that's watching needs to start now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and that's something I struggle with the coaching of LLs. I do is like I beating that hammer. It's like, you got to get on video, damn it. Now. And I'm tired of the excuses of, I don't like how I look on video. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's how you look. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I, I always say, Hey, your friends know what you look like. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and they, they're still friends. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Very cool. Very cool. All right. In the last two minutes we got, exactly. uh, what, uh, you already talked about books. So we got a lot of those recommendations. Um, what's coming up exciting for you this year, events, things you want people to know about. Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, come to tomferry.com and just explore the difference between training and coaching, right? Um, there's a lot of people that are going to need more training. What do I say to get the listing signed? What do I say to get the appointment? Mm. We provide a lot of that. We provide a lot of training around marketing. How do I create those specific and measurable degrees of separation? So I stand out on that potato chip aisle and consumers say, I pick her, I pick him. And we teach that at an event called Marketing Edge. Um, our big event is the summit. So that's kind of where the, we, we synthesize all the best ideas in 12 months and then present them to the world, if you will. All of that is very different from having a coach, right? You know, it's about having somebody that's got your back. It's about, I was, I was using the example of, I've gone river rafting enough times to know the value of a guide. (laughs) Definitely. When you're, you know, when you're in, you know, Wyoming and the water's running really high and really fast, you don't want any guide, Mm -hmm. right? In the choppiest of waters, you want an experienced guide who can say to you, it's time to turn left. It's time to turn right. It's time to row harder. You got more in you row, 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 row. Because the alternative is metaphorically you or your business suffers and dies, right? So coaching, very different from training. And I would say, you know, as a company, we're proud that uh, the Swampool company is is basically said we're number one, you know, five years in a row. We'll see what happens in February if we got that sixth year. Personally, I hope we don't. I hope we go to number two because it'll make us get off our lazy butts and do even more. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, who is that? Hertz or whatever. We're number two as we try we harder. Try harder. That's exactly <laughs> right, my friend. That's awesome. Well, look, I know you're up against a hard stop, man. Uh, we're going to end right there. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for making time, man. We, uh, we love what you do. Thanks, Jeff. And I appreciate you and your whole community. I wish all of you an insanely great 2019. Set a theme, set a plan, set a goal, get it up in visual, create a lot of accountability and structure and figure out what new disciplines you need to have in place and start them now because the market doesn't care if you don't do well. The market doesn't care. So you got to step up and do something extraordinary if you plan to win. 
And that's what I wish for all of you. Awesome. And listeners, as always, we appreciate you. Check the show notes for links to the books and everything we talked about. And if you like this episode, uh, share up some love out on the interwebs. Thanks so much. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.